Right, Cowboy Nation, let's go. Let's talk about this free agency for right now. Let's go. Let the room fill up first, and then we're going to talk about this thing. Yes, appreciate each and every last one of you all for being part of this thing, being part of the mix. Yeah. Let the room fill up just a little bit more. Right. Feel you guys. Feel you. Cowboy Nation one way or another. This is your brother from another mother. No other. Don't look like Danny Glover, but I keep it cool with each and every last one of you all. We talk about the Cowboys. We talk about this free agency talk all day, every day, even twice on Sunday. Double it back up sometimes on Monday. We're going to get this thing going. Hey, it's the off season. Everybody already know as we begin to spit these things called fire to everybody in the nation to understand that we are in this thing to make this thing happen one way or another and that is to win w-i-n and that's how we get into this thing as it relates to the free agency talk i really appreciate each and every last one of you all really 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 do thank you all for being part of this thing as we already can talk already talk about this earl thomas talk about the cowboys really trying to have him to pump the brakes a little bit on his money we got to uh it's one of those things where we have to look at the total grand scheme of everything. I understand that it will be best for us to have old Earl on his team, but it's one of those things where they looking at everything. They turn it over every stone to see whether or not they can have him on this particular team. As you guys know that I said all off season and it's still the off season is that we still need one explosive guy on the offense and then we need one explosive guy on the defense. And we're getting close to that. I feel that this news is tempering begins. As we begin to start looking at contracts, we begin to be able to speak with the agents, speak with players and see and pick their brains and say, okay, is this what you want? Is this why you're here? <laughs> Are you not entertained? Uh, is it one thirty million? That 30 million probably be too long, right? But uh, hey, if you want thirty million, it could be ten million. Stretch that out for three years, ten million a year, could be quite possible. I think that the hangup is also with the honey badger. He's talking about he want nine. They they offer him nine, but he still have yet to sign uh, for the uh, Texans. So he may be looking at it like, hey, can I at least squeeze out eleven? Can I at least squeeze out twelve? These players understanding that hey, football is a vicious cycle. Football really is. It's a vicious cycle. And you got to be able to be a part of, hey, I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to dance with the first lady I see. I'm not going to fall in love with the first offer. That's what the whole thing is about this free agency so far. Uh, Also, Damon Heyman Dollar, how you say his name, he signed with the Detroit Lions. He's trying to figure out how I can make myself more valuable in a sense. So that's the news right for right now. He signed with the Lions. Let's listen in to um, uh, Jane Slater. She always had the great information on the Cowboys and always feeding the nation on a lot of things. Let's listen in to her, what she have to say. Let me see if I can push this around. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all for being part of the mix. Thank you guys for being part of this thing and getting things over, over, and over again with us. Um, as we pull up this thing, uh, we're going to talk about how she was able to um, – 
I guess talk to the cowboy staff or talk to somebody that's in charge over there to see if we can a dollar for every rumor or whisper that I have run down as it pertains to Earl Thomas coming to Dallas. I'd already be retired on an island. It's just Ooh. simply not happening right now. Now, my colleague Ian Rappaport reported that the Cowboys are still very much in on Earl Thomas, and that is true in theory. But right now, his current asking price matched with his age and his injuries is just something the Cowboys are having a hard time stomaching. They've attempted to go after Thomas in the past, but right now they feel pretty content with what they've got inside the building. Now, I do anticipate that they'll be active with some of these smaller tier players as it uh, comes to filling up this roster. But don't expect them to be overly active with the top tier guys. As it was explained to me regarding to Marcus Lawrence, it applies to Earl Thomas as well. They are not going to overplay a player if that means breaking up this team. Yes, indeed. So, hey, they're not going to just break down everything for one guy, even if it's uh, with the uh, Earl Thomas's order to Marcus Lawrence. They're not going to break down this thing just for one player. And uh, that's just the bottom line, guys. That is just the bottom line. Um, <clears throat> and, and that's just how it goes, Cowboy Nation. That's just how it goes. I'm a little blurred out. Come on, cameraman, get with me. <laughs> yes, indeed. Let me see if I can pull up everything. Do not be the content where with, with what you have brandon cortez appreciate you uh michael michelle appreciate you earl thomas 130 yes uh let me pull up the uh the information guys let me know how you guys feel about the uh, whole entire contract situation do you guys want us to go ahead and spend one big contract on one player or do you prefer for us to sit back and do the things that we've been doing for the last what uh maybe 10 years 15 years now or or, or last five years straight with the uh the system that we got in play now do you guys want to go with that or you would like for us to just go ahead and, and just move it around the uh, in other ways and how we've been doing it so far uh, has it been a proven philosophy of what we've been doing so far or do you really want to take a look and a peep at, at what other teams are doing to make it beyond the playoffs is that the main goal what is the main goal for us what should be the main goal is it just getting to the playoff is it going beyond the playoff is it just winning the nfc east is it just being able to just being a team that's out there performing and and, and just not looking at the whole entire picture but just looking at some of the pictures let me know how you guys feel about that collectively as I pull up this deal right here. My, my Let me see. Again. Old Murphy Law is in the building. Let me see if I can clear this out. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for um, <clears throat> everything that you do. And let me see if this can now refocus and get things going right now. Bam. Still messed up. Let me see if I can do it this way. <laughs> appreciate you hold on for me murphy law is always in the building shout out to my hey, i might as well call him my, my 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 second cousin or somebody you know what i mean uh, i'm gonna do this right here and there we go a little snafu there all right i'm back all right so <clears throat> Let me read your comments and uh, we'll see. Shout out to those that's in there. Uh, Kado, appreciate you. Uh, Brandon Cortez, all right. And thank you, uh, Wood. Thank you for being part of the thing. Cowboy Nation, stand up. Jeff, he got to go. He can't tackle for nothing. This is from Brandon Cortez. My thing is with uh, with Jeff Heath, I think that he can tackle. I think that he can play well at spurts and at times. But the whole entire t situation with Jeff Heath is that he is a rotational guy. He's not a guy that you're going to sit back and say he's a starter throughout, through and through the game. 
No, I just don't think that he'd been on the team since 2013. Uh, we already know what his to total overall picture is. He's a guy that you can come in, you can, you can come in and, and make plays and fly out to the ball in those parameters. But if you're trying to say, okay, I'm going to build my team and my franchise around Jeff Heath in the secondary on the back end of the defense, you will still have and see those particular plays time and time again. It's, it's just one of those things. You cannot continue to think that bubblegum and, and um, glue is going to hold up these things. Sometimes you got to break out the uh, <laughs> sometimes you got to break out the money. Sometimes you got to break out the welding deal and weld these things together and stop using bubble gum and uh, stickums and and tape. <laughs> you can tape up some things for, for for a short period of time, but it's not just meant to be a long term fix. Basically, that's what I'm saying. Now, is Jeffy trash? No, he's far from that. He's a guy, like I said, uh, I would like a man as a rotational guy. Now, Xavier Woods, on the other end, he's a young developing guy. I think that with Xavier Woods, uh, the more he played, the more he would uh, pick up his instincts and the more he would see and fly out to the ball and he would play more comfortable and he will be a better player down the line. Now, why are you saying this? Not, you're not saying this against Jeff Heath. Two different type of guys out there playing. And you can see from your tape, you can see the progressions in the Xavier Woods. It took Jeff Heath a long time to get to where he at now. What is Xavier Woods, what, going into his third year? So that speaks things of that nature. Uh, Snicker1817 said he takes bad angles sometimes. Yes, I agree. Which could be a detriment to your team. Boomer Sumner. What's good, man? Uh, what's up, law? Banging basement shopping. <laughs> Bargain basement shopping. Here we come. Yeah, that's that's been our philosophy. A bargain basement shopping. Uh just like what uh um uh, Jane Slater said in her uh, wonderful uh uh interview out there at the Star. She was saying that hey, for years and years to come, the Dallas Cowboys have been looking for uh not the A and the B players. They've been looking for C and D players. They trust their staff to develop and coach these guys up to B and C and B and A levels. Now, on the other hand, on the flip side of things, I think that the old contracts of old has came back to bid us on a you-know-what, and we've been conservative in a sense. And speaking of conservative nature, that's far from what Jerry Jones liked to do, right? <laughs> we know that Jerry Jones of old would like reach deep down his pocket and all this stuff would be gone, right? He'll go get the best player of the best player and he'll put them on the team. But we got some restraints going on. Stephen Jones is running the mix. And I think the difference between the two, Stephen, he don't fall in love as quickly as Jerry Jones. He don't go and give seconds and thirds and fourth chances. Uh, I was listening to an interview with David Irvin on TMZ. He was talking about, hey, the best person that I talk to about my issues is Jerry Jones. And not, I'm not bringing up David Irvin. This is not going to be a David Irvin talk. But what I'm saying is that players – feel comfortable enough to go to Jerry Jones and speak to them, speak to him about contract negotiations, off the field issues, on the field uh, play. And Jerry Jones, listen, but I guarantee you my bottom dollar, they're not knocking on Stephen Jones door talking about, hey, hey, I got a little issue with this, you know, I, or I got a little issue with that. <laughs> and 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 just, just like the situation with Sean Lee, 
105.3 The Fan Mike Fisher reported that his contract ooh, is very nice for the Cowboys. Believe it or not, he's a decent guy out there on the field when healthy. He's easy. He's, 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 elite when healthy uh, out there on the field to be uh, correct. But the uh, contract that they're talking about now is that they got incentive. If he played more than nine games, I think uh, he would get over in. If they make it to the playoff, they get $3.5 million for Sean Lee. Now you can cross reference it and verify with the, uh, with the uh, 105.3, the fan Mike Fisher, but that's a great contract as it relates to, is it beneficial to us? Yes. Is it beneficial to him? Yes, because it gives him some type of incentive to play. And if he can start nine games, if he can stay healthy too, he will have more money in his pockets. I like that type of contract. But would every player agree to something like that as far as a hometown discount? No, not every player got the same goals and the inspirations and the, and the adulations as a Sean Lee. But it's, it, it's, it's similar to those things. All right, so who else we have? Mando, what's good with you, man? Uh, what would you sign DJAC on a one-year deal? Uh, we did a lot of one-year deals before, a lot of one-year deals. And uh, one can argue the fact that these one-year deals are, are, are very safe, especially when you have money to burn. I think that uh, with a one-year deal, if it's serviceable enough, is if, if it's, um, I guess, <clears throat> how can I put this? If it's not going to put you in a situation like you're in a bind, uh, we already know that uh, Cole Beasley is looking for um, a 20 million guarantee. Uh, if, if I'm predicting anything, uh, what Damon Amendola just got, I think that that's something similar what Cole is going to get out there on the market. I think that a team is going to reach in their pocket and they're going to say, okay, I got a clutch guy. They're going to pay $7 million for him. In order for Cole Beasley to stay on his team, he's probably going to have to drop that asking price just down a little bit and maybe take $7 million with us or $4 million or $5 million. But another team is going to easily play $7 million. And I, I can name you several teams that got the long money, like the uh, Colts of the world. They got a lot of money. Ooh, the Colts got a lot of money. Um, and and uh, I think that uh, – let me see. Let me jump over here on the Discord. Appreciate those that's on the Discord as well. Always dropping information. I think that somebody was talking about the fact that, yeah, this kid right here, uh, Malik Jackson, he signed with the um, he signed with the Eagles, the the the, the in divisional rivalry Eagles. Uh, I call it filthy. He signed with them, and what that means is that. They got a guy that's a run stopper. He stopped the run pretty well. He, he, he got quick, quick twitch movement, can get inside, and he can bounce out to the outside as well with his quick movement inside. Number 97, he's a good pickup for the Eagles. But this thing is with that, although he may be a good pickup with them, we did run up on them on the uh, Jaguars when we played them this year. But I, I would say this, and shout out to Jay Texas for uh, putting this information into the uh, Discord uh, box right there. My thing is, see, small moves like this helps out the total sum. Uh, I don't know the numbers or, or the dollar amount. I haven't clicked on the article there. But I, I would say this, boy, it would be nice to give some help to Malik Collins. It'll be nice to give some help to Antoine Barbecue Woods as well. My thing is, 
those guys, Antoine Barbecue Woods, although he played well, he played decent for us last year. He did. But boy, will it be nice. It will be nice for us to have a, a, a sure guy that you can give Rob Marinelli outside of these the project guys. And it, it's crazy in a sense, but it is what it is. Shout out to Sarah Green. Appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. Uh, Dallas Cowboys for life. Appreciate the Eagles getting busy in the free agency. They always do. I can argue this right here. The Eagles, uh, the way they won the Super Bowl in 2017 was all because of this time of the season right now. Because of the offseason. They won the Super Bowl because of the offseason. Not during the season. The offseason. Making moves. Going out, figuring out ways to, uh, to, to, to shore up the loose ends of your team. And then on top of that, when a guy wants that money, I think that his name is at the tip of my tongue. I think his name was Tory Smith, I believe. I could be wrong about his name. Uh, they said, okay, bye, Felicia. <laughs> you want that money? Go get it somewhere else. We're going to continue to turn the bottom of our roster around so that we can figure out players to, pick, to help this team out. When they picked up Ron Darby, it was good for them. Uh, when they picked up, when they had to draft some defensive backs during that time frame and said, okay, we're going to funnel everything on the front four. The Rasul Douglas of the world, the Sidney Jones, although he sat on the bench, um, those were calculated decisions. Now, are the Cowboys making the same calculated moves? Yes, we are. We are. We just waiting for ours to turn around like the Taco Chargers of the world. The Jordan Lewis, we haven't found a place for him to play yet, but we got Anthony Brown out there. And uh, did I mention Cheeto Wuzier? Those guys, Xavier Woods, we drafted well as two. But our main problem is, is on the back end of it, we just need that one veteran. <laughs> you know, uh, we we trying to develop our homegrown guys, which is cool, and it's just possible in other leagues. It's like the MLB; they they have these uh, farming system where they can pull up players that they develop. But at the same token, we have to reach into our pockets at times to get a free agent veteran guy that been down there before who can help out and teach these younger guys so that when you have that bump and you have that hiccup and you have that that, that roadblock in your way that you can just go back to your resource and say, hey, this is a Super Bowl caliber player who's been playing for this sad team and he's seen this type of situation before, especially uh, when we was in the playoff last year. Now, the thing is, did Jeff Heath get some playoff experience last year? Yes, he did. <laughs> Will he make that same mistake again? I doubt it. But that's what growing pains are all about. Did Xavier Woods have some growing moments? Yes, he did. <laughs> but that's what a veteran does. He, he fills in that short gap. So if the Cowboys don't make a move at finding a veteran guy that can help them out as it relates to the defense, and I know a lot of people go in and say, hey, the defense was okay all last year, which rightfully so you can say that. But we still need some help with some veteran insight. That's just the bottom line. If not, you'll be stuck in that middle place. <laughs> of the hey we made it to the playoff we won a game but the next level we have to learn on this level and then when we get to the nfc championship there's another phase it's another degree of uh difficulty that you have to learn from there and if you've never been there before you can't explain it to someone else and then you learn it on the fly 
Lewis at safety. No need for Earl Thomas. Lewis at safety. Have you seen Jordan Lewis tackle out in space? The way he, <laughs> I don't think that I would want a good heavy doses of Jordan Lewis tackling out in space. Now, he can fly out to the ball, and I do know that some people can see the slot positioning and when he plays there. That's why I like Lewis. I, to, me, to me, to be honest with you, I like Lewis, Jordan Lewis, on the field side of the corner. <laughs> I, just, I don't think that he's a boundary corner at all, but I like him better on the field side, and you can probably put somebody else into the inside. But I do not like Jordan Lewis at safety. Matter of fact, uh, if you can look at Jordan Lewis versus Xavier Woods, they would be a good guy that you can match up side by side, and, and you can look up their tackling techniques and their tackling form out there in space. You would say to yourself, nah, nah, I don't want Jordan Lewis at safety, though. But I, I would like, I would, I would love to have him to still be in the slot side or I would love for him to be on the field side of the corner chasing the ball out in space and things of that and things of that nature. Um, look, look, how, look what he did with Kamara. Yes, that's close up line in the slot. There's two, two different responsibilities as it relates to playing that safety look and playing inside the, the slot. But, yes, he can play well into the slot, and he played pretty well against the, uh, the, uh, the, the Kamaras. But he wouldn't have been able to do that against a a quote unquote uh, what's that guy number thirty five that played for the for the uh, L A Rams last year just running all over us looking like a bowling ball with legs uh, what's his, what was his name uh, I forgot his name but yeah, he wore number thirty five <laughs> he was just running all over our guys uh, but he wouldn't play and tackling and following that guy around he wouldn't do that well and just uh, just being honest with you uh, yeah Anderson. Uh, What's his first name? Yeah, C.J. Anderson. Yes, appreciate it. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, let me see what else we have out here as far as the uh, contract negotiation with D-Law. They're still trying to work that thing out with him. They are. They're they, they trying to work it out. They're trying to figure out how they can um, give him the money. But the problem will still be the guaranteed side of the dollars. Uh, and I think that the Cowboys are so stubborn in a sense that they will they will milk this thing all the way out. Think about this, Cowboy Nation. This is not me talking. These are just facts. Regardless, he's going to have to have this shoulder worked on. Regardless. <laughs> That's the reality. He got to have that shoulder worked on. Now, as far as rehab, the rehab part of it, it takes three to four months for that shoulder to heal. So it'll be best for the D-Laws camp to get that shoulder surgery done now, opposed to waiting and waiting and fighting and fighting and fighting a good fight for him to finally say, okay, the Cowboys is going to guarantee him $45 million, which he won't $90 million. I think that's where he's saying that the disrespect is at. And then you're talking about the money aspect of it because it's all about pride. Who got the biggest you-know-what? Who's going to whip it out and who's going to have the biggest you-know-what? It's all about that, too. So he's looking at Khalil, and he's saying that he, this brother from another mother getting 22 million where's my 22 where's my 22 and a half a year i don't want this 20 million guaranteed money with the franchise i want more i want to be able to say that i'm the number one defensive edge rusher out there and i want to be able to walk into that thing like i got the biggest cojones down in between my you know what and that's what i want to do <laughs> that's what he want to do so in the whole grand scheme of everything, do he deserve and do he have the right to stand on that platform? I would say yes. 
The number speaks for itself. You can't find me numbers and stats that prove otherwise within the last two years. Now, you can dig a little bit deeper and you can probably find those numbers. And you can say, well, hey, he had PED suspension. He had two back surgeries and he really needs this shoulder done. But his camp is saying, look, look at the last two years. Look at the last two years. <sighs> so it's, it's, it's a we're in a pickle. We're in a squeeze right there. So some would say, just go ahead and give him the money then just do the surgery and so he could be ready for for week one that would be probably the smart move but we already know that it's hard to tell people that make eighty thousand dollars a year to do something can you imagine trying to tell somebody that's a billionaire to do something and that's jerry jones it's hard to tell people how to spend their money and especially on valuable assets on something that you can say to yourself i can probably find some production because i trust my coaching staff to develop guys that we draft for one and then for two uh that we can go out there on the free agency market to grab so those are the two things Trusting your coaching staff, trusting what Rob Marinelli can do with that front four and seeing what they can put out there as far as production wise. Now, this will be the thing. If Randy Gregory was playing well, then we wouldn't have this conversation as far as like on the field. If he was able to play on the field and he was able to play this year, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And then on top of that, if you add some tacos into the mix, if he were playing to his ability, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be saying, okay, he's talking that rah-rah stuff. We got our insurance policy right here. Let's roll out the tacos. Let's roll out the Randy Gregory. But we can't because he has some off the field issues with some substances. And then on top of that, um, the Dorrance Armstrong is still a big old question mark because we just don't know. We can speculate. <laughs> and, and the reason why this is so important, Cowboy Nation, uh, before we get ready to get on out of here. The reason why this is so important is because today, today is leadership practice, meaning that all of the, the, the leaderships of the Cowboys, this is not ran by the coaches or what have you, today would be the leadership practice. So you got Dak Prescott out there. You got uh, today, actually, out there practicing right now, out there on the uh, star or what have you, or, or in their own little, uh, respective uh, close non-media invited uh, practices of all of the leadership councils. You got uh, Jason Witten out there. You have uh, Amari Cooper. I believe he's out there. And you have some of the defensive leaders like Deshaun Lees of the Worlds, as well as Dak Prescott. They are all out there on the field right now going over things. Remember this. You win these games through all of this regular season now. You build up that continuity, that rapport. You got people flying in from out of town saying, okay, let's get back into shape. Let's go ahead and fight for this thing. That's what they're doing right now. So let me know how uh, everything goes with the uh, free agency guys. Continue to post in the uh, Discord. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in to the mix. Uh, I really do. I really do. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, foe know where they can go to listen in to the nation as we proceed to give you guys some information and all that you need. Yes. <laughs> yes, Flores. Want to be the highest paid, but that's just how it goes. That's how it goes, man. Um, you got to reach in your pocket, though. <laughs> you got to. That's the only way this thing go. That's the only way this thing go. Yes, 
is indeed. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Jamming on up, baby. Appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, this music is brought to you by Improv Beats. The link is in the description box. Click on him. Got some great instrumentals and all that good stuff. Really appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Uh, South of Heaven 88. Check out his channel. Check out his information. Dallas Cowboys. Not just for today, but Dallas Cowboys for life. On the Periscope. Check them out as well. Aaron Gonzalez. Appreciate you all. Hey, <laughs> Flores said, you all are crazy. Yeah, we got to be crazy to be in love with this team. Yes, like I say, I'm in love with who I am. <laughs> Back in high school, we used to bust it to the dance. <laughs> let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. One way or another, let's continue to grow this thing. Cowboys crunk in the house, too. Let's get crunk. We like to hear that. Right. Oh, yeah. And remember... You all are listening to absolutely nothing but the bass. Salute. Two-year, 30 million deal. Ha, ah, man. That's too much. They're going to come down off of that. Landon Collins looking good, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. One way or another. Brandon Cortez, appreciate you, man. This beat roll on out. Y'all ain't got nothing else to do, right? <laughs> yes. Give him a three-year, $34 million. That's for uh, Earl Thomas. That's from Cowboys Crump. 12.6 a year. Oh, 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 let me see if I can squeeze this in. I will work something out like that, but keep in mind, I like to have it incentive-based, man. Like five interceptions, we'll throw in three or four million. I like to have it something like that. If you can play 16 games, throw in something like that. That's what I would do. I would throw in things like that, you know, as far as incentive-based with Earl Thomas, that would be the goal. That would be the, 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 the right angle to approach this thing. Kind of, sort of like, hey, they gave Sean Lee some incentive base, but they took the money away from him, though. And so you can get it back if you do this. I like that part of it. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. We'll figure this thing out. I love the incentive base, though. Let's make some incentive going on. Let me rewind just for more time for your mind. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You guys know how it go. Yeah. Rewind it back for you all. Yeah, let's go. It's a lot of money. Let's go. Salute. 